0: Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: The Cubs are promoting their top prospect, Pete Crow Armstrong. Let's discuss on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into MPT in 5 on Tuesday, September 12th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White, and let's talk about it. The Cubs promoting their top prospect, Pete Crow Armstrong, by most Prospect list, you look, he's a top 10 to 15 prospect in all of baseball. He's 21 years old. He was a first round pick back in 2020. This season in the minors was batting 283 with 20 homers, 37 steals, and an 876 OPS across double A AA and AAA. Scott, your thoughts on PCA and whether or not we should add him in fantasy baseball.
0: First of all, just to put this out here, he is the real life son. Of the mother from the movie Little Big League, amazing. So, yeah, that is that is a great relational fact for Pete Crow Armstrong, uh, high energy player, athletic player. His best tool is defense, which of course we don't really care about in fantasy, except to the degree it impacts playing time. Um, and he's fast; certainly a fast runner. Will the power translate to the majors? I think that is the biggest question left to answer. The exit velocity readings in the minors are pretty meh for Pete Crow Armstrong. And so it's not clear if he's going to be that caliber of hitter. There's certainly a path to him being that, uh, but it remains to be seen. Also playing time, I think is a big question mark. The Cubs lineup is pretty loaded. The, 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 The one who can be the player who can be removed easiest is Nick Madrigal at third base, which would require them shifting Jamer Candelario there full-time, which would require them shifting Cody Bellinger to first base full-time. They could do it, but I'm not confident that the Cubs will do it every day. And so I think Pete Crow Armstrong, particularly, particularly since we have questions about his offensive profile too, uh, is, can can be left alone in the majority of leagues for now. Maybe some deeper five outfielder leagues. You take a flyer on them. See how it goes.
1: All right. Well, we love him for Dynasty Leagues, Keeper Leagues. The rest of this season, eh, maybe not so much on Pete Crow Armstrong. Let's talk about two other random players who could be out there in your league. And Logan Ohoppy went three for five with a double dong, three RBI He has four homers over his past four games and he's only 30% rostered. So he's widely available. Scott, can he push up into one catcher leagues? That's the question. Or is he still behind names like Mitch Garver, MJ Melendez and Caber Ruiz? Well,
0: he's definitely behind Mitch Garver, who I think is just a stud while he's healthy. Uh, He's in the mix with those others though, is Logan Ohoppy. You know, we had a lot of hope for him in April he was the rookie who was performing the best of all. Like he was the one attracting the most attention early on. And then he was out for a long time with that shoulder injury and, and came off the IL, got off to a slow start, but seems to have regained that power stroke. The walk rate hasn't been where I expected it to be for Logan Ohop because that was what stood out most for him in the minors last year. But, you know, the the power, I think he's proven now twice over that that's a legitimate part of his skill set. And so I think he's right on the fringes of being an option in one-catcher leagues. Uh, He's available in even a lot of two-catcher leagues. So definitely make sure uh, you you put in a claim for Ohoppy there.
1: Let's say you own Sean Murphy and you missed out on Mitch Garver, you missed out on MJ Melendez. Sean Murphy in the second half is batting 183 with three homers and a 634 OPS. We know the playing time has been sporadic with the Atlanta Braves as well. Would you dare drop Sean Murphy for Logan uh, I
0: I don't think I would dare to do that. Now, I did do something similar in a one-catcher league where I'm in the semifinals against you, Frank, actually, the podcast league. It was with JT Real Muto, who's also been pretty unremarkable in the second half, and I sat him and picked up Mitch Garver to start over him. So Garver higher end than Logan O'Happy and um, JT Real Muto also higher end than or uh, I don't know. I guess he's in a similar spot as Sean Murphy in the fantasy rankings. Um, but I didn't go so far as to drop JT Real Muto, and it, it, it would be tough to get two catchers on a one-catcher roster. That's generally not advisable, obviously, at this stage of the year. Rules are pretty much out the window, and I think you just have to in a head-to-head league set your lineup as good as make make your lineup look as good as it possibly can for the week ahead, um, and whatever that requires, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna criticize you too much for it.
1: All right. Lastly, Ken Waldachuk has been really good recently. He throw he threw six no-hit. Innings of relief at the Houston Astros here on Monday. And in his last seven games, he has a 263 ERA, a 117 whip. He's only 9% rostered, and he does have relief pitcher eligibility. Scott, any interest, I guess, in deeper leagues at this point in in Ken Waldachuk?
0: He has looked better. He was a big strikeout artist in the minors, so I I do think there's a chance he still develops into something. He he seems to be leaning on a changeup more. Um, that's helping make his whole arsenal more effective because it gets opposite movement from the sweeper, and he's throwing more strikes. But he still pitches for the A's, and even with as well as Walt Dichuk has pitched lately, it's less than a strikeout per inning. So I, I, I'd i be reluctant to actually play him in, in all but the deepest of leagues.
1: All right, for more extensive Fantasy Baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye.